there a light at the end of the tunnel? Or is there going to be a new virus variation? With all the uncertainties and design of the new normal? We've all been in survival mode for the past year, dissociating to forget realities and overworking to kill boredom. We are no fortune tellers, but things seem to be looking better now, and this includes the job market. I'm Moncha Habibi Azad. And I'm Saina Serchin, and this is My, My Career, Career in Lockdown. Lockdown. For this last episode, we are going to review our journey so far and ask Kat some questions we are both curious about. Hi, Kat. Hi. Hello. Girls, it's our last one. How did that happen? I have no clue. No, honestly, oh. it's flown. Well, it's flown for me. How's it been? How's the experience yeah. been for you, girls? Same for us. I feel like we just started, but we're already at the end of it now. I know. I'm just warming up. Surely yeah. we can't finish now. We're like finally getting to know each other, and yeah. it's kind of over. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's been so, great, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Kat, do you have any tips for career planning after graduation? Yes, I think I should do, shouldn't I? Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, first of all, just I really want to just remind students, you know, that they have got a degree now and they have done so well to gosh this is a little bit overwhelming I finished my course and yes I'm proud of what I've achieved but where am I going now what am I going to do next so don't feel overwhelmed don't feel that you are alone because you are not we are here to help and support you just remember to to share to share your experiences with other people with your friends with your family let them know how you're feeling and talk talk about you know what you feel and talk about what your interests are talk about the fact that maybe you're unsure of maybe your own strengths uh, and your own skills and your own talents so I think one of the first things that careers advisors really like what they really, what we really want is that you can sort of be self-aware, that you start to analyse, what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? What actually do I start to do and I realise that I'm in the flow or I'm in the zone, you know, and this is my comfort area. And I need to start thinking about, well, what roles could give me that opportunity to be in my happiest place, to be the best version of myself? So that's what careers advisors always want, you know, is that, and that's what I want for you girls, is that you have jobs that just make you smile. So I suppose one of the first things for career planning would be for students who are unsure of that, is to try out some career assessments. There's loads of different versions of these online, but they will ask you a series of questions and they will help you to realise what you are good at, but maybe also your stretch areas. So areas for development, things that may be you need to do a little bit more work on or maybe things that you should maybe avoid for a while. I'd also say, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. So we don't always have this incredible career straight from graduation. So take the pressure off, you know. Life is about trying things out, learning who you are, having an interesting life, you know. Lots of dipping in and out of things sometimes. I mean, for some people, it isn't always like that. They get a fantastic job. They end up staying there. But really, girls, that is, that's not the norm. That's not the sort of the majority of people. So, yeah, don't be afraid of trying things out and realising that, well, maybe this is what I'm going to do for six months, maybe eight months. And then, you know, I'm going to start looking for other things because I don't see myself staying there for that long. But it's part of my career journey. So I think that's important. 
life is full of twists and turns and we're always changing and we're always learning about ourselves, you know? So I think that's important. Oh, do you want more tips? I got more tips. <laughs> um, what else would I say? Um, I would encourage you to remember, as well as talking to friends, family, you know, sharing, please remember that we're here. You know, your career service is here. So Cardiff University, very much like the other universities across Britain, we offer support for up to two years after you graduate. So you might not have been to see us. We are not going to say, where have you been? We might be a little bit gutted we haven't seen you, but we will not show it. Uh, we will really, really help you and support you. So we might sit down with a student and say, well, tell us what you're interested in. You know, let's have a talk about your strengths. What sort of things have you been doing? What sort of things do you think you'd enjoy? Or we might be saying... Where are you searching for jobs? Because some students come to me and they've got quite a clear idea of what they want, but they're not necessarily using the right jobs boards. So they might be using ones that are very large, very untailored. Now, they work great for some people. I definitely recommend LinkedIn. I would definitely re recommend Cardiff University Jobs Board. I'd recommend Google Jobs, Target Jobs, Prospects website. There's loads of really good graduate sites to find graduate level jobs but if you know exactly what you want there's also a lot of niche and very specialist mm -hmm. job sites so you know please come and see a careers advisor all you have to do at Cardiff is go onto the internet and go onto your careers account and when you do that you see all the appointments that are available and you can choose one that suits you if there's any issues, you know, you can use the email address that I know you girls have been sending out each week to ask for questions. Um, you know, email us and let us know if you've got a problem making an account or, you you know, anything like that. But, yeah, please come and see your careers advisor. I think that's really important as well. Mm. Next, do you have any advice for graduates starting a new job and preparing to be in a new workplace? Mm. Uh, well, yeah, it's really quite daunting, isn't it? <laughs> the idea of going into a new place and um, starting a new role. My experience has been that lots of students have said to me, you know, Kath, what are they going to expect from me? Are they going to expect me? You know, I've mentioned I can do a bit of programming. I've not done masses of it. What if they just send me in a room by myself and say, go and, you know... Program. I don't even know what programming is. I, excuse me, but you know they they worry that they're going to be asked to do something that they're not qualified for. That isn't going to happen. You know, most employers are going to want to push you and going to want to challenge you and get the most out of you. But they also know you've just got your degree and you've not been in the workplace. And you know we're here to look after you and nurture you, and we're going to teach you. So don't panic about that. Be excited, be proud again. You know, I just want you to be chuffed to beans with yourself that you've got a job. And take that confidence with you into the workplace. So try and be outgoing. Try and have a really positive attitude. I think that's really what an employer wants and that's why they will have employed you is they can see a glimmer of that and they can see a lot of potential. So remind yourself of that. Sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. So just go in with a smile um, and show that you are there to learn and there to ask lots of questions. Because trust me, you're not going to be the newbie for long. So make the most of being the new person on the team. 
I suppose one of the things we need to think about, girls, is that, you know, a lot of people who are starting new jobs now, you're not necessarily going into the workplace. Mm. And that's a really difficult thing. That's really, you know, made it um, another sort of, another challenge, really, that you might not have had before in the past. So if you are going to go to the workplace, but it's virtual, then I would encourage you to reach out to people, even in the virtual sense. So... Check with your line manager if they think it's appropriate and check what email or um, sort of lines of communication you should be using. Because that's one of the other things about the workplace as well is there are different sort of etiquettes about things. And that's really important to learn. So I'd encourage any graduate who's got their first job, spend a little bit of time finding out what platforms are appropriate. Because some platforms in a workplace maybe sort of the equivalent of a WhatsApp group. You know, you can say, anybody want to go for coffee? I'm just about to pop to Pratt. Does anybody want anything? But if you send that out as an email, that might be seen as, oh, you're filling up my email box. It's not really appropriate because we sort of keep that for professional things. So find out as early as you can, you know, what ways do people communicate? You know, you might have like a Teams group or there might be some other sort of internal platform for informal things. So, yeah, so I think that's really important as well is, is meeting people. But because of it being virtual as well, you know, I mean, what changes have you had to make, girls? You know, you've done an awful lot of learning from home. Have you sort of had to set up your sort of workstations and have you had to do things to make you feel like home and studying is a bit divided have you got any tips that you would give people actually one of the issues that i have is sometimes i cannot separate work yeah. from home so i have my laptop in front of me and i yeah. see at 9 p.m someone has sent an email and i i have the urge to reply mm -hmm. to it you know yes. i just reply yeah so i know that some people after their work hours are finished mm -hmm. they just leave work they yes. don't work on Sundays, saturdays mm -hmm. and sundays but yeah. i see that I, I don't know why I'm like that. <laughs> it's yeah. really annoying. When I open my laptop, I automatically go to see what emails I have got from work. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, you're so not alone with that. And it's a real pitfall, isn't it? Mm. And I think a lot of people are saying that, that the, the work-life blend, although there are so many benefits of being able to easily you know, get to the kitchen table mm -hmm. and start work without a, 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 you know, a distressing or long commute. But some of the downsides are exactly what you just said. You know, there's not that divide. So I would really, really encourage people to do some practical things. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to work for nine to five or eight till six or whatever the hours are of wh whoever you work for, you know, maybe it's just little things like, right, I'm going to put on maybe a top or a blouse or a jumper something that's maybe something I wouldn't necessarily wear around the house mm. normally it feels maybe a little bit smarter still comfortable still mm. something you like wearing but and you know at five o'clock I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to take it off and I'm going to mm. say right work day is done I'm putting on now my jazzy top <laughs> something I just mm. feel more comfortable in I'm going to put on maybe a pretty dress or whatever you want but I have now come out of my work clothes and I've started again. But also practically, you know, if you are going to be working from home for a long stretch, you know, take your breaks. Mm. Do things like, you know, getting up, saying I'm going to walk around the block now. You know, I'm going to have a 10 minute real blast of fresh air, whatever the weather, just so I feel like I'm actually really just de-stressing for a little bit. So there's practical things like that, I'd mm. say as well, you know. So, yeah, and I suppose one of the last things I'd say, girls, is... When you join a workplace, very, very often you are going to be offered something like a buddy scheme 
somebody who's maybe just going to look after you maybe just for the first couple of weeks to show you the ropes make the most of that you know find out things like where's the best place to get coffee or who's the best person to ask if you know my computer's a bit glitchy today you know you'll definitely need things like the IT helpline um <laughs> something that's really important to me and if there is you know like a mentor scheme that the the you know employer might offer that's maybe even longer term than just your induction you know jump on board that think of this as I need to be in charge of my career and I need to be professional now I'm in the workplace so if there is an opportunity to go on a, on a maybe some online learning that's optional I think I should sign up for it you know I should show willing and um, you know if they do things like nights out you know I'm sure I don't need to persuade you but girls go for it you know <laughs> just throw yourself into it because you want the people you work with also to be people that maybe you can play with as well that, I think mm. that's nice how should some some people who want to go and find work or have an interview approach situations difficult situation challenging situations like salary negotiation um i would say that there is lots and lots of advice online okay but i'd certainly encourage you to sit down and really research it really think about right how do i do this in the best way possible you want to do it professionally you don't want to burn bridges you want to be assertive but also you want to be polite i mean if that's not a fine line i don't know what is so i i really appreciate anybody who's struggling with this i suppose if you're thinking of negotiating your salary you want really two figures in mind you want to have the target you know what do i really really want to earn but also what is my walk away level what is the least that i'll accept and i need to have those figures in mind really Uh, because there's no point in you accepting something if actually think I can't live on that I'm going to go into debt I'm you know I'm going to be miserable then unfortunately it's not the role for you you know you, you have to think about that but that is a different figure for different people so you know I could never say what that figure could be because we're all different but it's important to think about it I do think it's important to to be ambitious but also to be realistic when pitching your target salary so you would need to base it on research you know and there's lots and lots of sites where you can find out what is the appropriate salary or the average salary for somebody in this region doing this job lots of different sites do that and will help you with that so base it on research be polite and courteous um but also i know we've chatted about this before girls but You know, sometimes you have to think that when you first start a job, there may be a salary review quite early on, within three or six months, but that might not be mentioned. So in your negotiations, it might be that you might want to ask that, you know, when will the salary increment happen or when will my salary be up for negotiation again? Could we agree that, you know, so that might be something you want to discuss. But I suppose you want to know what you're worth, you know. Um, you want to think about the fact that you are a graduate. Some of our students will be postgraduates. Some of our students will have PhDs. Know your worth and know that you are valuable. So think about your level of education um, and think about, you know, you might have actually done a qualification that's really specialised and you're going to bring a lot to the workplace and that's worth paying for. 
Some employers really look for leadership skills and some students might have had quite a lot of leadership experience, maybe in their volunteering or their work experience. So think about what you are bringing and what you've got to offer. It becomes a lot more easy to negotiate salary when you have got more experience. And I know some of our students are a little bit more mature and they have had jobs before, so they will be be able to negotiate more. But even for our students who, you know, and maybe not so experienced, this is maybe going to be their first job, just remember that your salary is going to go up probably quite quickly over the next five years. So keep that in mind as well. You know that it may be a little bit uncomfortable for the first few jobs, but your salary should be able to to go up quite quickly. The other thing I think about negotiations, um, not that I'm an expert on this whatsoever. My husband would laugh if he heard me. He'd be like, she knows nothing about negotiation. <laughs> but I think I do a little bit when it comes to careers. Think about the wider benefits as well. So, you know, it might be, depending on the size of the employee, that they could offer other things. So they might be able to um, increase their employer pension contributions. They might be able to offer health insurance or life insurance. Um, they may be able to offer you travel allowance. So, you know, if you think, well, I'll, I'm happy with the salary if you can offer me something like a rail card for a year, you know, because a lot of my wages otherwise is going to go on my Oyster card. And that's something you have to think about as well, isn't it? When you are working out what you need for your salary is how much will my train ticket on the tube or, you know, or will I be able to walk? Well, if I can walk, actually, I don't mind maybe that salary being that price. So, yeah, it's all things like that to think about as well. And when you're doing your research, I've mentioned that there are lots of things like total jobs do a salary check and there's lots of equivalents to that. But also you might want to look at other jobs boards to find out, you know, what currently other sort of employers are offering. Just something interesting, though, girls, I want to mention is there is a gender pay gap still. You know, we talk about it going down and people are saying, you know, oh, it's becoming less and less, but there's still a gender pay gap. Women get paid less than men for many, many different roles. And interestingly, when it comes to negotiations, research has shown that girls will negotiate £2,000 less than the boys will negotiate. Mm. So think about that as well, yeah? Mm. Um, It's important to know your value, to know your worth, and to be confident in negotiations. Mm. Can't even say the word. So yeah, so think about that. Um, I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about weighing up the pros and cons, I think, isn't it, when you're doing negotiations? You know, how far is it? What's the location like? Is it a role I really want as well? So, yeah, people have to to think about a lot. Yeah, and we're always happy to help you think about these things if you Mm. need. As the last question, and this is the last episode, do you have any parting words for us? Or just anything to end the note on? (laughs) Oh, well, all I would say, I suppose, is be really, really positive, but also be resilient. Mm -hmm. So you have got a lot to offer. You are eventually going to have jobs, hopefully, that you will really enjoy. But these things don't happen by us sitting back and procrastinating and not being active. So... I know it takes a lot of energy um, and we are really, really on hand um, to support you and to keep you going and to, you know, 
sort of point you in the right direction and to give you advice and to help you with your CV. So much support we can offer. And also mock interviews. You know, we can, I love doing mock interviews. I've got two lined up this week. And I think, you know, <laughs> we're definitely here to help people to get the jobs that they want. But I would just say, please be resilient. Please don't be too despondent. When you are not offered a role, it's not because you're not great. You know, it's because there's just a lot of other people applying. But you will get there. Be flexible about what you look for. Be really open-minded. Look for opportunities. Um, so much I could say. I'm really sorry. I'm not very concise. <laughs> uh, you know, I want you to network as well. You know, I want you to reach out and meet people. But just remember that your career is a long thing. It's not, uh, I graduated, then I got my dream job. You know, that's not real life. You know, life is so much more interesting than that, really. So enjoy life, enjoy your career. Um, and if you are being knocked back, it might be that you need some help. You might need somebody to sort of give you some tips, but also, you know, just believe in yourself. You will get there. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being such a massive part of the podcast Aww. and helping us throughout this whole journey it's been my absolute pleasure and I wish both of you the very very best and I think you've done brilliantly on this podcast so thank you so thank much you. if you're not from Cardiff University other universities will have career services too so have a look at what support they can provide so hello hi <laughs> This is our last episode. It is. It's been, we have six episodes now. That's crazy. Yeah, what? I can't believe it. <laughs> this is our last episode. How do you feel about the whole journey so far? I mean, it has helped me a lot, certainly. And when I want to go and make my radio documentary later, mm -hmm. it's going to help me a lot because I will be also under pressure to make everything. Yeah. And mm. not one week. Yeah. That's going to be like, I have much more time than that, but... This has been a very, very amazing experience. Yeah, I feel like we've every week we've had something to learn. And every week we've talked to amazing guests and amazing people. And there's just, in each guest, we can learn something from them, which yeah, has exactly. been like a great experience. And, you know, some people might think that arranging interviews yeah. or getting people to talk is difficult mm -hmm. but actually it's n once you get like once the tip of your yeah. toe is in the mm -hmm. water you can like get the hang of it yeah. and do mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. and everyone's so happy to help and happy to give advice which has been so great all the guests have really made an effort with us and they've really made us feel welcomed which uh, you, we didn't expect that when we came in i thought it'd be quite a difficult time but exactly yeah. Yeah, i thought the yeah. same and uh you know one thing that Kat has said like mm -hmm. last week and also this week employers and everyone they're people they yeah. have feelings mm -hmm. they they should be treated as such yeah. mm -hmm. that's exactly. one of the other things that I learned from this podcast like yeah. doing the interviews yeah. and everything mm -hmm. and like um when Chris and Annika talked about how you have to say what you've learned and not what you've done I thought that was a really good tip for, like, any CV writings. Yeah. Because a lot of times you do say, like, your roles and responsibilities, but they're right. They do know what you do, like, through the title that you put. So you do have to just say what you've learned, not what you've done. And also, if you can, I think getting experience alongside mm -hmm. your studies is really important. Yeah. Even mm. though you're a full-time student, and mm. that's also a job, but yeah. getting mm. another job beside it is really exactly. important. 
I I generally feel like maybe because I'm an undergrad, but I feel like I'm getting a lot more experience in these little like internships than <laughs> through doing the academic work. <laughs> like if I'm being completely honest, so you do have to go out of your way and make connections and do more things outside, even if it's your own project that you want to do from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And also one thing that I mm-hmm. I I knew I know through you mm-hmm. is that I didn't know that undergrads and postgrads yeah. are. They're really different. Yeah. I, I mean, of course they're different. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know that you more, more have paperwork mm-hmm. and I have more practical yeah. sessions. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, when I applied for my postgrad, I saw that it's a blend of practice and paper and writing papers. But I think yours is more focused on like research yes exactly yeah, yeah. I do think they're trying to prepare the undergrads to become go up to that level but I think we could give a, we could be given a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more practical work it could help us but we are happy with where we are mm. yes you know one of the things that I didn't mention mm. till now is that the career service mm. had Chris that we had an interview with he recommended this job this internship Mm -hmm. to me so Mm -hmm. I think it's really 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 Mm -hmm. important for students Mm -hmm. to go and see their career advisor and have a talk with Mm -hmm. them and also for my experience be on your feet like go to Target Connect constantly research if you are looking for experience there are experiences around you you do just have to look like LinkedIn indeed just just be on it all the time be obsessed it's okay (laughs) And we are all going through the mm. pandemic. It's yeah. a shared experience. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out that, oh, I don't have a yeah. job. What should I do? Because we are all going through this together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's relieving or not, but yeah. that's what we are all feeling. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't get those experiences, I I think you can make your own experiences. Like do something, do your own projects, like learn how to do graphic design or make a filter or just do coding like you can learn so much online i think it was mentioned in this podcast as well but just to reiterate there are lots of there are lots of lessons online lots of classes free as well and Mm. even if you don't have right now if you're not in a good mental state Mm. or physical state or whatever Mm -hmm. it's fine Mm -hmm. it's okay you don't have to push yourself too hard you just have to flow with the Mm -hmm. with what's going on and just go on with it and just Take your time, you know? Like, at the end, it's just do what feels right. <laughs> like, do really just what feels right because you your health does come first, especially now than ever. You know, take care of yourself, but, you know, just, just try your best in everything you do. And even if that means just trying your best to take time. Yeah, that, that is all from us. That is, that is the end. <laughs> we are excited for the next season. Exactly. I hope there are lots of more seasons and you have lots of more tips for every situation you come across. I hope they invite us. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is goodbye from us. This is Sahina. This is Ancha. Thank you. Thank you.